Congratulate Kenny on having the best attendance out of all of us on this show. He shows hey, the dedication and the grind never stops for this man. I'm here. I'm here for there it. There you go. There you go. I always like you know, look, you know, I like I like hanging out with everybody, but you know the the one on one time with everybody's nice too, you know. Oh yeah. Get a, get a good chance to connect. Hell yeah. Always good to bro down. You know yeah. what I mean? True that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I know what I wanted to talk about. I know what I thought was hilarious. It was the uh, clip I sent to you of the two ladies eating breakfast. Oh, dude, that's that man. That, that is that's I, the move. That's the move, dude. I was he hauling when I saw that, and I what? Every since okay, we're about to break down the video for y'all. But hee-haw, I laughed so hard. I, I don't know the last time I laughed that hard at a video. It was perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm more mad about it than anything, to be honest with you. That they came because, up with it first? Yeah, I'm like, why have I never, like, sober or not, ever thought to do that? So at any at any point in my life, like this, it makes me angry. Is uh, two women are out to breakfast or even brunch, not real sure, and one woman's holding the camera, facing her friend, and her friend lifts her plate and gives it like kind of aims it at her other friend, and the woman holding the camera picks up her plate and toasts and like cheers the other woman's plate. And she said, what are you doing? Take my potatoes. And she's like, oh, I thought you was toasting the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I laughed. I cried. The video became a part of me. Uh, it was on Marshall Sports. It was absolutely hilarious. I'll put it, uh, I'll try to put my Instagram story on Big Ten and Rich. But I died laughing when I saw that because it's such a great idea. Toasting plates, the new thing to do. I like it, man. Kenny, next time I see you and we're out to eat, toasting plates. Oh, it's happening, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, like I said, it's just it's upsetting, to be honest with yeah. you. So out, of all, all, out of all the things that we, we've ever done, it's like nobody's ever thought to do that. And, they, and the thing is, they, didn't, they just did it on accident. Right. It was, it was a reflex. It was a great call. So, like, this is how it goes. Table, plate on table. You get your picture, then you pick it up and you toast. Yeah, I like it. I like That's the move. Man. He's <laughs> like, take the potatoes. I thought you were toasting the plate. <laughs> I saw that and I was, just, I was just amazed for a second. I'm like, like I saw a unicorn. How many times did you watch it to really get the full grasp? A couple of times, and I'm, like, I'm just like, I can't believe this. It's genius. 
And I'm like, it's not even that, like, I've, you know, I've never seen anyone else ever do that. And I'm like, nobody's thought of this before. It's such, oh. a na- it's such a natural progression. Like, people do it with their cups, and nobody thought to toast their plate. Happy. It's kind of ridiculous if you think about it. So you think about all the, all the inventions and things that people have thought of in the world, and nobody's ever thought to do that. I'm sure there's like a like a small percentage of people in the United States who are like, yeah, we've been doing that forever. It's like point zero zero two percent of people. It ain't on video. No, no, these these women are geniuses. Yeah, I like uh, it. I, I I truly believe that smartest women alive right there in that video. In that moment. Even though right she there. was just trying to get her to take her potatoes. <laughs> uh, it's the yeah. house she knew as soon as she was like, girl, take the potatoes. Yeah. And her friend, her friend knew right away, oh, I just did something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. Oh, Got man. Got to look. But yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. That was my big plan. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, that makes sense because that was those worth talking about. Oh, it was great. It was great. Uh, so what else? What all you got going on, Kenny? I had a quiet weekend. We didn't get into much. Oh, I didn't get into a whole lot. Um, Mindy's birthday was Friday, and she had quite a bit planned. Yeah. Because uh, so she went out with some friends on Friday night, like for her birthday, well, and then. Yeah, and then even like our neighborhood, I'll tell you, they always have like events for everything. So they have a mother's group and they go out once a month for like that month's birthdays or whatever. Yeah. And then just whoever shows up, whoever wants, whoever can go, goes. So they ended up doing that on Saturday. And then on Sunday, uh, we hit up the Cheesecake Factory. It seems like it's something we just do on our birthday now. Hell yeah. It's a win-win, man, because, like, National Cheesecake Day rolls around. Yep. They always announce a new flavor. And, you know, get to celebrate her birthday and have some cheesecake at the same time. But I'm realizing, like, it's just the, the new flavor is actually probably one of the least interesting flavors for me that they've come up with in a while. Because it's, it's essentially a plain cheesecake, but it's just a spin on it. I don't know if you've seen on Instagram or like anywhere the the Basque cheesecake. It's like B A S Q U E. It's like a French style cheesecake, and it's actually stands for like burnt cheesecake. And it's not it's not burnt, but what they do is like, and the thing is, before cheesecake factories, it's been a trending thing for like a while now. But it's weird. It's like you make cheesecake; it has no crust. So that's kind of like the first strike for me. I'm not saying I would never try it, but like I'm not going to jump on it over all the other stuff. So it has no crust. And what they do is they take the pan and they line it with like parchment paper. Uh-huh. And then they fill it with the filling and then they cook it at like a higher temperature. Yeah. So the top, the top gets super dark. Oh. And almost like kind of caramelizes. And then like, so what's supposed to happen is it's not you know most cheesecakes very even texture like from all the way through yeah it's almost supposed to have multiple layers of texture like so the very like the middle of it is supposed to be like kind of like salt like creamy soft 
Uh-huh. And then it gets firmer as it goes like towards the back of the slice. Uh-huh. And you know, it's like, all right, you know, I'll try. I've seen it on some menus and stuff here and there. And it's just like when you've got stuff like coconut cream pie, cream, you know, cheesecake and pineapple upside down and chocolate cherry and like all the shit, all the like wild stuff. It's just hard to go that route for me. You know, I mean, it's just like I got all these shiny things over here distracting me. Right. I'm sorry. I was yawning. It's my fault. No, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So I'll, I'll try it at some point, but it just wasn't in the cars. But they are opening the one in Opera Mills in September. And they're oh. going and they're going to know me in that place. I want I want I want I want a little plaque somewhere. They're, they're going to know you. They're going to know me. <laughs> When they see me it's coming here, it's gonna be your cheers. They may not know my name, but they're gonna recognize me. They're gonna, oh, this motherfucker with two cheese, ordering two cheesecakes again. <laughs> now I know what I wanted to talk about last week. I got a new restaurant. Oh, word. It's called Oak Steakhouse. We went there for restaurant week, and they had a, oh, I guess you could say, three course menu. It was a salad entree and dessert like a preset like you kind of chose what you wanted from that um so we went there for that we went with Lindsay's brother and his wife and so the what was funny about the salad part of it it was like you know your normal traditional salads and then they had two things on there that weren't salad at all one was kind of salad and the other one wasn't salad at all the kind of salad thing was like uh, the way I'll describe it is like sushi grade filet. So it was like okay. raw beef, like thinly sliced, like on a like a, a, like like a, car, like a oh, so like a car like a carpaccio. Yeah, almost, almost with arugula and something else. And I was like, man, that sounds good, but. I went with um, the other thing that was in the salad section was was bacon. So it was two slices of thick cut bacon. And I mean, this was thick. It's the thickest bacon I've ever ate cooked. Raw bacon, it can be, I've never eaten it, but you know, it usually thins down after you cook it. This was thick. And so uh, I can't think it's not molasses, but it's something else that they put on it that's like molasses. Um, uh, sorghum? Not sorghum. Cane sugar? Like, cane syrup? Castor. It's not castor oil. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it was, but it's like molasses, but it's not molasses. It's thinner. Oh, man. And so. Um, uh, I thought it, I thought it was sorghum too, but I looked it up and I was like, no, nah, it's not sorghum. Um, yeah. But it had that on there, and peanut butter. What? Yeah, so that's bacon, interesting. Like a molasses syrup type thing on top with peanut butter. My dude. Bye. Okay. I mean, so damn good. I've had a lot of like sweet. I've had a lot of sweet sweet bacon and i've had things with peanut butter that had bacon like there was always some kind of dessert so i mean 
I don't much really see how that could be bad. Right, and it's the funny thing about it was it's it was just two pieces of bacon on a plate. Like if you really look at it, and so I was just like, "All right, this is in the salad section. This will be my salad." Yeah. Well. And then uh, the steak, I did a fillet, and I added grilled shrimp to it. That was one of the best steaks I've had, and the shrimp was pretty good. They could have seasoned it a little bit more, but it was pretty good. Um, and to finish, I had New York style cheesecake, which was delicious. Oh yeah. Lindsay had uh, the same steak with like a hollandaise sauce and French fries, where I had asparagus. So and that ho- that hollandaise sauce was fire. Funny enough, we. When you said Oak Steakhouse, it automatically triggered the memory. Because I, we, I went, we went with my mom to an Oak Steakhouse in Nashville, and it actually is the same. Oh, sweet. So you've been there before. Yeah, but, I, you know, it's one of those things, like, I distinctly remember the space. Because really, it was a really cool-looking place. It was in, like, a newer, like, a, one of the newer hotels. Yeah, there's a lot of wood paneling. Yeah. Real old-school. Yeah, real warm. Real warm feeling. It was so it was really yeah. cool. I remember the steak being really good. Yes. Damn, for the life of me, I can't remember the bacon. I just, I don't even because the thing is I don't know maybe they don't have the same stuff. I feel well, like if I would, be, I feel like if I would have saw be. that on the menu, I probably would have went for it. But see if I can find it. It's been man, it's been a while though. I don't I don't even remember when that one. It was when whenever it opened. When it was like new, new in Nashville is when we went. So I don't even remember. I, f- I feel like I got like they had like steak frites or something yeah. like that. See, she was going to do that. If they have that on the if they have that on the menu, then that's probably what I got. Because that sounds yeah. familiar. The thing that bothers me though is I feel like I would at least remember like the dessert because I know we would have like, I know we would have got dessert for sure. She got like uh, a triple chocolate cake or something like that. Kind of makes me want to hit this place back up and jog my memory. Dude, I, I thought it was very good. Nashville's man, dude. Nashville's just I'm sure it's like this in Charlotte. This is hard to keep up now. Like with so much, so much new stuff coming out constantly, it's just like so far behind. Like there's so much new stuff. Like I know, I know that there's stuff. Like usually, you couldn't get one over on me. Like I knew all the new places that were opening and stuff like that. But nowadays, man, it's just like you can't even can't even keep up. And they're throwing up places like so quick. I told you about the Emmy the Emmy Squared in East Nashville, right? Oh no! Wow. Yeah. So Shep's went out. The, the place that has like the world's greatest sandwich went out of business. <laughs> at least, at least they said they went out. They they said that they're finding it. They're finding a new location. Apparently. So it's family wash. So. Yeah. So. Mhm. So they're gone, and like I swear, like a month later, it's like. What's up? It's your, it's your boy Emmy Squared. It was like they didn't do nothing but put a sign up 
and paint some oh. stuff on the side of the building. Because it already had like the white yeah. and black checkered floors and stuff. It had the vibe already. And it's like that's too funny. Yeah, they just opened up and they were like, "What's up? We got and we got pizzas now." That sandwich place, some something had to happen business wise with it, because it was pretty popular, wasn't it? It was the greatest sandwich in the world. It was. I mean, I'm sure they probably it's probably a deal with the, the the it's probably the rent got too high or something or who knows. But it was one of those places where you know you can kind of tell sometimes that things are in a little bit of disarray because they would have and it could just be a product of the pandemic and like it, i know it was a lot of places were struggling but it was like they'd be open for dinner and they wouldn't be their hours were changing all the time you know that kind of that kind yeah. of stuff menus changed around a little bit um oh speaking of that did i did i tell you maybe richard already knows but did i tell you that pitchfork is toast no. Yeah. What happened? Same reason. So they they had a lot of stuff going on where like their menus were changing a lot. You know, they would take stuff off the menu, add stuff back, and it's a little bit, a little bit for a little while there were staffing issues. You know, they were had to close the place. They would close it down and like like they were like like they, they were like the hours. Like they would shut it down for certain days of the week, and then the hours would be limited and. But then they had these issues. They just had issues with their um, AC, and then I guess it just like completely went out. And they just yeah. like they're just like that's it. We can't so, put lipstick on this pig anymore. It's time to just pull the plug, kind of deal. Uh, such a shame. Such a shame, man. Because their pizza was so good. It was so. It was right down the street. And it's like I felt like you know for the longest time, like man, we're so lucky to have this place right down the road, man. Like. Because they had so much good stuff, especially at first before they like really started manipulating the menu. It's like their chicken tenders, like like they they were hand breaded and stuff, and like Mindy and, and Ashton loved them. Their burgers were really good, right? Like you know stuff. You know it was you know quality and the pizzas so was quality, which you would expect of like going further into Nashville, but like right down right. the road, especially the pizza. And it's like man, here want pizza, you just go down the road. It's like it's no big deal. So that's that hurts, man. Um, so maybe, maybe something, maybe they'll pop up again. I don't well, know, man. That's just one of those things. Like that's why you you, you eat local when you can. Like, yeah. And that was the thing too. I, I felt like they had a good amount of support. That's what kind of sucked. I feel like they were always busy. Always busy and couldn't keep. It's just staff. Probably. Staff probably killed them. Well, it's, you know, staff on top, you know, and especially, you know, on top of that with so many, if you have to keep having something done with your AC and stuff, it's like, man, it's just. Are the, is the building management really doing what they're supposed to be doing if ACs are going out? Yeah, and I think that that's, that's the ongoing saga. Yeah, so, I understand. And that, that just leads me to believe that maybe they're looking for a different spot if uh, that was their uh, issue. I hope so, man, because like the like I said, the pizza was legit. And if they do, I hope it's at least like in Hendersonville or something, and not you know, super far away. Yeah. On the bright side, they are opening up Bojangles up across the street, so that's cool. That'll be a (laughs) that'll be that'll be a nice uh, hold us over until anything pops up in that location. Which hopefully something 
worthwhile shows up in the space we'll see all the signs right. and all that stuff are still there so there's you know it's not like it's not like anybody's moving in right away but yeah that's just kind of that, that reminded me of that and how much that sucks man you know what i hear stuff like that and and i would chalk this up to some pandemic issues why this place you know had so many issues with where where they were at but it just people like bill who have just grinded it out you know what i mean mm-hmm. and somehow came out on the other side and they're still like staying afloat with everything it's just it amazes me and not that pitchfork could have done it it's just they were probably tired of dealing with what they had to deal with you know yeah. well <laughs> you know like, sometimes you know it's like well maybe at, at, at some point it's it's about keeping things simple and like really having a laser focus on like what it is you want to provide like because you know like their menu and stuff changed a lot and when it changed it wasn't around the pizza really you know it's always all this other stuff that they're trying to do and i don't i'm not saying they were doing too much but like maybe they were maybe they were fiddling with stuff too much and didn't focus enough on just like the pizza aspect you know what i mean i, I don't it's know i don't know the aspect of it yeah maybe they maybe, maybe well, they just fooled around too much I don't know, because like if you think if you look at like Dale. Oh no, go ahead. No, what I was gonna say is, you know, and that could have been supply chain issues. Could hey, be. Hey, we can't get all this stuff that we need normally. We've got to pivot to something else, and so, you know, try to make food that's gonna bring people in. But like their pizza is so good, I would, I would dumb it down to pizza. Yeah, and that, that's that's kind of what I was hoping was going to happen when they kept messing with the menu. Like, please just just give us something, you know. But yeah, so that's, right. that's it. But you know, like 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 we said, like Bill started off like he started off with the basics, and he kept it basic. Like he's got his meats, he's got his few meats, he's got his few sides, and every once in a while he'll add something to the mix. Yeah. But for the most part, he keeps it he keeps it simple. And doesn't try to do uh-huh. do too much, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's that's well, kind of beef ribs. Yeah, it's like a like a Saturday thing beef now. Ribs. Yeah, and it's it's a hit. Like you I still haven't had a chance to try them. Yeah, I gotta try them. I still haven't made it out to try them on a Saturday since he's had them. Get there. Apparently, the word is out about getting there at ten thirty. That so, sucks. Yeah, now it might be the move maybe 10 o'clock and you just hang out for an hour in the parking lot. I mean, can't say it's not worth it. No. It's you know what I mean? Like, best, it is. Some of the best food you'll ever eat. Yep. And so. he's it, it, just, dude, he's... Not to say he's figured it out because there is still a ways to go with this. But like his his ceiling just keeps getting higher, and so it, it's just incredible to watch him grow. It really is. Well, you know, it's because it, like when, when it, especially like nowadays, like you have to you have to be passionate about what you're doing. I mean, restaurant business is hard, so you have yeah. to be you know you have to be very personable 
you have to be passionate about what you're doing. Social media is extremely important. And, you know, he's always been focused on all those aspects. So a lot of times these days, like yeah. if you can win over, if you can really win over social media, I mean, it's that, that's, that's your biggest source of advertising right now. That's Bill's only source of advertising. That's what I mean, but they're saying like, like that really that's all you need. So if you can, 100%. if you can find your, if you can find your group there, you know, people people will advertise for free for you. Like to all these different like food bloggers and food sites and stuff like that. Like, because they're gonna hop on whatever is popular and trending. Trend. So they, I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Regardless of how how popular you are, as far as like social media goes or for how long as long as they you know ride your coattails at least for a little bit like it's going to get a ton of people you know interested so i mean he somehow caught tennessee crossroads here so that's 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 still so wild that's a flow um oh the other thing i wanted to talk about the there's a, a new show on netflix called street food the reason why I wanted to bring this up to you because it's done by the same people who did Chef's Table. Oh, nice. Um, one of the cities they do is New Orleans. Oh. They do your snowball place. Hanson's? Yes. Nice. So guess where you're never going to be able to get to again? Oh, dude. <laughs> it's all, but the, but the thing is, it's always been that, that the place has been featured on so much. It, it's it's ridiculous, anyways. Like it's always busy. Though. Yeah. The last time we went, we were in line for I don't even know how long. But it's one of the few yeah. places that I'm like, you know, it's I know what I'm getting. Oh, so I'm, it's worth it. So it's worth it. Like oh. I'm like I'm like, you just pull up. And you cringe because you're like, I know I'm about to stand in this line. It's hot as fuck outside. But you're gonna be, you know, it's one of those things. You're gonna be rewarded. Oh, yeah. Like, like most of the time, I'm not gonna pull up a parkway and turn around. Now there was one time we got off the plane and went straight there, and there was some event going on, and there were people like to the street and then around the corner. I was like, no, sir. We will well, come we back tomorrow. After we ate there. And there was a long line, and you go, that's why we went when we went. Yeah. I was like, damn. It's all about planning strategically. Yeah. Now, this, that, that, now it's, funny, it's funny that you mentioned that, but it's like this place in Hawaii that we went the very first time we went, it's like the most popular shaved ice place on the whole, in all of Hawaii, probably the most recognizable one, most talked they about. about shave, they talked about shaved ice on the Hawaii episode. But they didn't talk about a place. Oh, that's 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 interesting because yeah, you know, on the North Shore, like Matsumoto's is like the big the big thing. And the first time we went, like I don't recall it like really us really waiting that long. But then every other time we've been, basically, long story short, I've never been there again. Oh wow! Because now I'm and like it's it's like. As far as their shave ice is would can be comparable to like Hanson's in New Orleans. It's like that level good. 
Yeah. But it's like the when I'm talking about the lines are big. I mean, it's longer than anything I've ever seen at Hanson's. It just well, snakes. Well, it snakes through a building and it's outside and it's like, I look at her and she's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, I'm with you. Well, the thing about Hanson's, what I liked about it on the show was, is they talked about like how the machine they used to to make the shaved ice was created and all this other stuff. So it was, it's, it's really cool. Like they kind of go into the history of it and it's not that long, but they do enough to where you kind of get the idea. Yeah. The other part about New Orleans is, is literally there's a snowball stand on every corner. They're all, they're all over. Which I don't feel like it's really that way in Hawaii. No, not, uh, there's a lot, a lot of shave, there's a lot of shave ice, but it's not. It's not as easy to find, but there's yeah. I got I got a lot of spots. <laughs> but I seek <laughs> I, I seek like, I seek that stuff out though. So what I like about the Hawaiian like food culture food scene is it's really similar to the South, where they they sell lunch plates. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's what they call them lunch plates. And mm-hmm. all it is is a is a meat and three plate. Basically. And so, like, it's just Hawaiian food, but, like, meat and three. And that's yeah, why be- like, okay, so it's not that different in the South as it is in Hawaii. It's just the food is different. No, it's very relatable, yeah, because it's like, okay, so instead of, like, mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese, you're going to have two scoops of white rice, some macaroni salad, you know. And instead macaroni of salad. That's I what like it is. That. Mac salad, dude. Like, I don't eat it. I don't eat it, obviously. Um, cause oh. it's just like, it's, it's macaroni and cheese, it's macaroni and, and mayonnaise and some other stuff. I'm not touching it, but, but they'll give you, they'll give you extra rice though. I found that out. Oh, instead of Mac salad. Yeah. But yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. Instead of like your chicken fried steak or something, you're going to get some lao lao or some like pee pee cow with short ribs or something. It's like, but yeah, you're right. It's very is very relatable very i mean they have their they obviously they have their like their their spins on stuff and like their regional stuff that you're not going to get anywhere else or see anywhere else but yeah it's very there's a lot of stuff and that's the thing that's the, that was the thing that blew my mind and honestly one of the things it's so, this is gonna be so weird but like when we were looking at our honeymoons like that was one of the things that really tipped the scales for me is when i'm looking at their food and stuff and i'm like shave i was like this is a fucking snowball. And yeah. then I started reading about like how like passionate they were about it. And like they were like, yeah, they only use these kind of machines and they use blocks of ice and they make their own service. And all these places are like so like it's not just like something that you would just get out of a snow cone truck or something. And I'm like, I was like, damn, they're they're as into it as they are in New Orleans. Right. And some of the flavors are similar and they translate, but you've got your more tropical style flavors and like the Asian influence and stuff like that's very prevalent. So you, so you see, you know, more, more like, um, more flavors that would be, I guess, geared towards like, like a Japanese palette. You know what I mean? It's like the first place I've ever tried matcha, like way before it ever became popular or, or like ube, uh, lychee and like, you know, just stuff like that. But it just blew my mind how similar it was. And I'm like, Andy put condensed milk on it too? And I'm like, this is... Oh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, pretty it's cool. wild. 
But yeah, I'm gonna have to watch. I have to watch that show because that, that's, that's you'll interesting. have to check it out. I'm glad you said Japan. Look, you're you're like we had no pre-show notes, and Kenny's just jogging my memory constantly right now. So I'm just these subjects are coming off the fly. So I watched a YouTube video the other day, and it was it was pretty neat. So there is a ferry that will take you from Japan to. It will take you from some like is it Japan to Tokyo, or is it Tokyo? Uh, Tokyo's in Japan, so I sound like an idiot there. But it, in Japan, it'll take you to two places, and it takes three days to get there. Hey, so you're on a ferry. A Would it be like an? Is it like an island outside of Japan, like Okinawa or something? Maybe I'll, I'll have to look it up for reference, but I don't. I can't. I don't have the time to do it right now. And so this person gets on there, and it's literally the size of a cruise ship. Because people drive trucks up there, they drive buses, and they, all this stuff. And so while you're there, all your meals are on vending machines. Oh, on, the, on the boat? On the boat. All what of them. But it's like meals. So noodles, egg, like everything. And it's it's the craziest thing. So like it's a three-day trip, so it's like a mini cruise, and it's for eating three days and room and board and the ticket. You're probably spending around six hundred dollars. Okay. For a three-day trip. Okay, I just, I just I just did a quick search and found it. I'm like, dude, I'm the king of Google search. Dude, it's awesome. Three day, three days on Japanese vending machine overnight ferry. To Shin, to Shinmoji. Yes. What that that is wild. Hey, dude, that's room and board. But like, you can get a a private room, right? It's cheaper if you do a public room, and it's just a room full of bunks. Huh. <laughs> oh, it's insane. The only downfall there's there is something that sucks about it. There's no Wi-Fi on the boat. Okay. So you literally have to plan your entertainment for every night. Like, you have to figure it out. I guess that would be terrible. I mean, but that's the thing. You're like... That, you know, I feel like I could deal with that because it's like, one, granted you're on a ferry, but you're in Japan. Yeah. Like, that's and, another part of it. Like, we would use it. The idea of us is like, oh, this would be a trip just to take this ferry. People use this to go to work and to do other things, not exactly what we want to use it for. Yeah, they'd be like, who are these dudes hovering over the vending machines, gorging <laughs> themselves on this stuff? Like, don't they know there's, oh. better, there's better food on the mainland? <laughs> the thing is, is exactly. Like, everything you select in the machine goes to a corresponding microwave. And every microwave that corresponds with your, wherever you got it from, there's a number. And it gives you the exact time you need for that number. Damn. So you don't have to think at all. It's just in there, three, boom. Two minutes later, your meal's ready. I mean, it's like, that, that is amazing. 
it's, it's it's almost like one of those things like if you like you'd almost have to go even if there was like a shorter stop or some like somewhere you would get off like you would have to get on it at least just to experience it right so like from from a to b is a day and like it's a three day and like i think the next the next stop is two days away or something like that yeah oh yeah see right here Tokyo to Tokushima and to Kitakyushu. Interesting. It's the like I was I was like I was like I'd almost like to do this. It would be like the most boring trip ever, but like it's still like what you do for your vacation. I went on a vending machine ferry in Japan for three days. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. I mean, that's like. If you're talking about, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you're talking about, like, I mean, because I mean, it's one of those things where you'd want to go. Like, if you're going somewhere that far away, you'd want to save up and be able to stay at least. Like, for me, if I went to Japan, I'd want to be there for longer than a week. Because I don't know, I don't know how often I'm going to get back to that. I mean, that's far, that's far away. But think about it: if you take the ferry there and take the ferry that back, that's six days. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I guess, I just wonder. There has to be a way where you can, like, just take. It's fine. I don't know if there's. A, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if there was like a shorter duration or like because it has two stops. Like, there's one that's like halfway. I'm, I don't know anything about where it stops, but I almost wonder if it'd be worth like taking the ferry to the one stop, staying it. staying there overnight, and then taking it back to Tokyo like the next day. Yeah, that's true. Just to experience, because I mean, just just to spend like an entire day on on a ship that has nothing but vending machines is actually pretty. Would be pretty interesting. And they had they have a beer machine too, so like if you want to have a beer, they would just be like, "Look at these dumb Americans!" Oh, dude. that are that are so excited. They're so excited over these vending machines. Yes. Yes. Like, you idiots. But hey, that's part I would of it. honestly, honestly, I would take a trip just to do the cruise for six days and then come back home. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just for the joke. <laughs> I mean, there's worse. There's definitely worse oh. things you could do with your money. Oh. To be honest. Like how much? Did, oh, you went to Japan. That must have cost you a lot. Ah, about a grand. <laughs> Just had to get there, then you know, spend all my time on the ferry. You know, no big deal. I was on the boat most of the time. Oh, you took a cruise? No, it was a ferry. <laughs> but there were lots of vending machines. Oh, there's so many vending machines as far as I could see. Like, what the fuck is? Wrong they even with have here? an American vending machine. It's no, they have an Italian one. Hilarious. Man. Oh. I'll say this: my interest is peaked. <laughs> Guys, trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone would be so pissed once we got there. <laughs> you came. That, you just... said you were paying for everybody. Oh, I am. <laughs> so um, when are we? So when are we leaving the ferry? Oh, are we not? Oh, oh, this is the trip. This is the trip. Oh. Uh, 
no American entertainment on the boat at all. It's just us forced to talk to each other. Immersing ourselves in the culture. Of a boat. Of the boat. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Uh, so that's what we have to do now. Yeah. I just want to, it's, 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 it, like I said, I've always wanted to go to Japan and like, that's interesting. That is so interesting. Is it the, that's the most, I, I'm telling you, man, I'm addicted to YouTube now for some weird reason. That video was just in my queue for some odd reason. The algorithm knew I wanted to watch it. And so I watched it. I was like, that is the weirdest thing ever. I love it. I want to be a part of it. It's like, like I said, it's like, go. If I went and I was there for a couple weeks, like, I'd I'd have to get on there. Check it out. I have to. But the thing is, like, food vending machines, like, hot food vending machines is such a, it's like such a thing there. Like, they don't think it's anything interesting. They don't think it's anything crazy. No, not at all. Because they have them on the streets. I saw a video, speaking of like the YouTube thing, I was watching a video of a, of a burger vending machine that they have out there that cooks, like you, you order the burger, your toppings and stuff on a screen behind the actual like machine. It actually like cooks the patty and everything. What? It squirts It squirts the sauces on it that and like puts it on the bun and then like it pops out in like a little like takeout container. Like the machine actually like literally makes the burger. That is insane. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just wild. Like, but there's whole restaurants. I saw I was watching some video or some show. I can't remember. Maybe it's Anthony Bourdain or something. I don't remember. It was something like some show like that. And there was just some restaurant. It wasn't even a restaurant. But it was just like you go in this place, and there's just all these like. Plastic, like, like it's almost. It almost reminds me of like, at, like at my job where, like, if you want to check out equipment and stuff, it's just like type in a number and it has the little doors that slide. And there's just like all this food behind these little doors, and like you just pay for it. You, you put your money in there, you type in your number, and you just go to the the little door and just slide it open and grab it out of there. And then somebody's back behind. I, I don't know. I guess somebody's back somewhere cooking this stuff, and then he's just refill it. It's just the weirdest concept ever, but it's just like it's very odd. Yeah, but yeah. it's like you don't have any contact with anybody. You just go to these little cubbies and you just like get your food. <laughs> it's just it's it's wild, man. Like they do stuff so different, but it's interesting. Like I can't remember this type of food they had. I think it's called like shabu shabu or something like that. But like. You basically pick a couple like the only the only in, real interaction you have with anybody is like you select your broth basically. So they have these pots, these huge pots of broth, and you can like separate. It. You can have two different ones. And they have like a like a barrier in between them, and yeah. it just boils on your table. And what you do is you go to these like refrigerators, and they have plates of all these different things. Like the plates are colored, so like a blue plate will be like vegetables and like a red plate will be like red meat you know what i mean it's like that's how it is so you find what you want like any noodles or any rice or anything and like you just get all this stuff and you buy the plates to put in the broth 
and you like cook all the stuff yourself at the you table. The broth. Yeah, so they bring the broth out and they like turn <clears throat> the burners on or whatever to, to to boil it, but you actually add it all to the soup and make it. And I'm like, man, that, I mean, it's just it just would be fun. I think. Yeah, it's it's a neat idea. I, I, I'm I'm kind of surprised there's not a restaurant like that in in the United States yet because stuff like sushi train. Remember when the sushi train? Like, yeah. Oh, that's the coolest thing ever. It's just a conveyor belt with sushi on it. Eh, it's it, you know they don't really uh, <clears throat> take off the old pieces as often as they should. Yeah. But. You know, it's still a neat idea. Stuff like that is still a cool idea. So it's if there's not one, it's only a matter of time before they're just all over the place. Yeah, and it's okay. I think it's hot. It's either shabu shabu or it's hot pot. It's one of the two, or maybe maybe they hot both pot. mean hot pot. Oh. And I guarantee they both mean the same thing. And they both probably mean the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, but now in some areas, it is something you can find. Like if you go to New York, you'll find it, or some cities like L.A. San Francisco, any any cities that have a larger like Large. Japanese population, you'll you'll find restaurants like that. Yeah, and then like, but I just haven't haven't tried it yet. And then other things like I don't know if you you probably seen like Korean barbecue places. Yeah, or even Japanese style uh, barbecue places where like you just order meat and you have a little grill at your table and you just cook it all. Like yeah. I haven't done, I haven't done that either, and that's something else I want to do. They sell, I saw someone, I believe he was in, I think it was Korea, is the the, uh, the country he said he was in. But it was another YouTube video, and it was a lunch, Korean barbecue lunch. So the cardboard box came with a heat source and a little grill where you could cook your meat on. Dude, and it was all in like one cardboard box. It was the most insane thing I ever saw. And I was like, they have take home Korean barbecue now. That's insane. awesome. Some of those places too, man. I've read because I've been to places where they've had it. We just we just never went. I guess I just never settled on it. But it's like, yeah, some of them you go to lunch and they, or even for dinner and they'll have like these all you can eat specials where like you know it's only like it's limited to certain meats like you're not going to get like the finest cuts of meat right right all you can eat but like they'll just keep bringing you out all this meat and you can just grill it up and it's like and they have like time limits it's like an hour and a half time limit or something like that which is understandable well that's a, the place i told you about next to the restaurant me and Lindsay like soul food mm-hmm. is the all you can eat place and you have an hour and a half oh i feel like i get sick oh, man just meat sweats that's just that's what you're doing that night you're not drinking. You're probably not going to have a dessert. You're just going to do that. Meat drunk. Like, yeah, I've been there. I think um, that'd be fun. Though. That'd be fun, though. Oh, yeah, I agree. 100%. Any of those, 100% like, any of those, like, interactive style dining things, like, I just, it's weird. I just really haven't done anything like that. I haven't even done, like, the Brazilian style, like, Steakhouse. Steakhouse. Haven't done that. Which that's that's obviously that's that's not very hands on, but no, but it's still cool to hold the paddle. Yeah, I, I am interested in do. I want to do that one day. The one thing I'm really not that interested in is like like a melting pot or whatever. Yeah, that's I'm cool. That's old school. Eh. Eh. 
I guess people still think it's like the place to go like for something fancy, but like to me, dipping meats and breads and cheese is like that's like a din- like a it's like appetizer for dinner. Dude, there's so many other places I'd rather spend that amount of money on. Yeah, I'm cool. Better, better. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, Kenny, we did a whole episode on topics we didn't talk about beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Off the hip. Off the hip, especially. This was the most organized, unorganized episode we've done. Uh, uh, but thank y'all for joining us. Uh, Richard, I'm sure he'll be back next week. I think so. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I'll say that. I hope so. I missed him. Um, but other than that, thank y'all for listening. Appreciate all y'all's support. Keep downloading and subscribing. Here we go. Rich Podcast. Y'all have a good day. Bye. 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 Dude. Girl, take my potatoes. <laughs>